The Wake Up Call is a daily encouragement to shake off the slumber of our busy lives and turn our eyes toward Jesus. Each morning, our community gathers around a scripture, a reflection, prayer, and a few short questions, inviting us to reorient our lives around the love of Jesus, who transforms our hearts, homes, churches, and cities. Now, here's J.D. Walt with today's entry. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And let's try this one. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than the watchman waits for the morning. More than the watchman waits for the morning. Today's entry is called The Long-Suffering Patience of the farm-to-market journey. Our scripture is Psalm number 130, verses 5 and 6. Hear the word of the Lord. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today at the farmer's market of the fruit of the Spirit, we have truckloads of love coming in the form of the fruit of patience. When Lee and I reached the age of adulthood on the farm, 14-ish. Peepaw brought us into full partnership in a project he had patiently waited years to launch, the melon business. He commandeered about six quarter-mile-length rows on the end of one of the cotton fields, and we hand-pushed a single row wheeled planter back and forth, sowing half the plot in watermelons and half in cantaloupes. This was our first bona fide truck patch. Talk about a high maintenance operation requiring enormous patience. It took almost two weeks to see sprouts peeking above the ground. And then they seemed to go into high gear with vines spreading literally everywhere into the most tangly mess you can imagine. I'll never forget the day people told us we had to train the vines down the rows so the middles could be plowed. This meant carefully untangling the terribly tangled vines and arranging them on top of the rows in straight-line fashion. And did I mention those six rows were each a quarter mile long? That comes to a mile and a half of vines for those doing the math. And did I mention the plowing on this plot would be done by me and Lee? physically maneuvering a massive one-row gasoline-powered tillivator down the middles 
at just under an eighth of a mile an hour. Peepaw made us do it twice. Then we waited for the flowering blooms, and finally came the fruit. The tiniest watermelons and cantaloupes you've ever seen. (laughs) You all know the law of the farm. How the more you watch something grow, the less it grows. It seemed like an eternity waiting for those melons to grow. When something the size of a marble has to grow into the size of a bowling ball, it can seem to take forever. And once it finally reaches full size, it has to ripen, which means rotating and turning every single one of the million melons in the field multiple times. I think you're getting the point on the meaning of the fruit of the Spirit is love becoming patience. The biblical meaning of the concept of patience carries some sophistication. The antiquated term long-suffering is often substituted for patience. We will get into more of that tomorrow. The simple meaning I want us to grasp today can be brought down to one word. Waiting. It is not the passive posture of the waiting room, but the active waiting of the farm. There is a deep, dispositional, Holy Spirit-endowed character formation that comes from the simple act of waiting on anyone or anything and in any circumstance. The longer we ask how long, the longer we must submit to the answer. Longer. The miracle happens when we allow our many experiences of waiting in life to be slowly transformed into a habituated disposition of waiting on the Lord. From red lights and grocery store lines to biopsy results and court rulings, when our everyday moments of impatience can be translated by the Holy Spirit into the presenced posture of waiting on the Lord, we will begin to see the small beginnings of fruit on the vine. Finally, the day came when Peepaw, a.k.a. the great tastemaker of the truck patch, gave the thumbs up on moving from the farm to the market. The waiting was over. The joyful first fruits of the harvest were upon us. Wake up, sleeper! Wake up to waiting on the Lord with your whole being, inner and outer, heart, mind, soul, and spirit as an act of love. And know this, Jesus will give you the very patience he asks for from you. We must only wait patiently, actively, 
and in the deepest confidence of the love of God. The prayer, Father, farmer God, make of my life a farmer's market. Make of the garden of my inmost being a place of the patience-filled fruit-bearing of love. I want to be so captured by the patience of God that it becomes, in me, instinctive, impulsive, compulsive, and compelling, governed by your Spirit. Holy Spirit, train my waiting in all the lines to become a waiting on you, where I learn your patience in the midst of my otherwise impatient ways. Jesus, you are love, and love is patient, and you are in me. Hence, I am becoming patient. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, would you consider yourself a patient person? What do you think is at the root of your impatience? Are you seeing how patience is not so much a virtue you become as it is the welcoming of Jesus into the deepest place in your inmost being? Well, there's one note for further reflection today, and you can see that in the email. And we'll close today by singing a hymn. One you're going to know and love, it's called Trust and Obey, and it's on page 334 of our newly released Seedbed Hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. So join with me. We'll sing all four verses. Heck, what else have we got to do but sing unto the Lord today? When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Not a burden we bear, not a sorrow we share, but our toil he doth richly repay. Not a grief or a loss, not a frown or a cross, but is blessed if we trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. But we never can prove the delights of His love until all on the altar we lay. For the favor he shows, and the joy he bestows, are for them who will trust and obey. 
Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Then in fellowship sweet, we will sit at his feet, or we'll walk by his side in the way. What he says we will do, where he sends we will go. Never fear, only trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Well, that says it all, doesn't it? Well, you know what today is. It's Wednesday, and that means it's another day to sow for a great awakening. And I'll be looking for you on the field today. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.